Welcome back to the Get More Podcast, where we're going to get you more money, more marketing, more business strategy, more community, and just more of the good stuff that you need in your life every day. All right, y'all, welcome on back. So we are kicking off Manifestation May. We love manifestation on this podcast. We love manifestation. We love mindset. We love all the things spiritual in our lives. However you choose to practice it is welcome, is encouraged, but I love stepping into manifestation. I love manifesting my dream life, calling in all the things, all of the things that I could ever want, making vision boards, journaling, all the things. I love all the things. So this month, I'm super excited to have so many different guests on. I've got Miss Georgia Fordyce. I even asked her how to say it. Why do I even try to say words, y'all? Why do I even try to say words? And we connected through a manifestation group on Facebook. If y'all are not in different Facebook groups for the things that you love, you need to be. Connect with like-minded people because I'm super hyped about this. And if you just want to tell us your story, how you got here, tell me all of the fun details because I only know the bare minimum from all of my Facebook stalking. (laughs) Love it. Well, thank you so much for having me. First of all, it's so nice to chat with you and to be on the podcast. So as you said, my name is Georgia Fordyce. I may as well clear up straight away that I am Scottish, hence the accent. I'll try and be as clear as I can be. Um, But I'm currently staying in the US as I'm here visiting my American boyfriend. You know, we all move for love, the classic story. Um, So I'm currently in between New Mexico and New York, which are both lovely and amazing. Um, But as I said, I grew up in Scotland and I actually studied musical (laughs) theatre and um, yeah, and went on to become a professional singer for cruise ships, actually. So I was traveling the world singing and um, that was amazing and had its pros and cons, you know, as you can imagine, being away for six months at a time. And so then suddenly that all dramatically came to an end when the pandemic hit (laughs) and I was stuck on a ship for a while and then eventually we got home and suddenly I had no job, no income, no nothing. Everything I'd known was gone and I was back living with my parents. So that really makes you question life and question where you're going with your life and um, I had really really been into personal development and spirituality for many years but it was kind of on and off I would go through phases I would read a book be really inspired and then kind of let it go and I'd go back in and let it go and um, but then this point of having no job nothing I was like <laughs> it hit rock bottom crying on the floor like what am I doing and my friend told me that she got a life coach and I thought a life coach was if you've hit rock bottom which I guess I kind of had in some ways, but not really. Um, But I thought you really had to be like, you know, the lowest of the low. But she was like, no, Georgia, seriously, like she's changing my life. And I'd never seen my friend happier. And I was like, okay, if she's that happy, then I'm going to go for it. So I invested in a coach myself. And well, (laughs) you know, the difference it made to every area of my life, I just couldn't believe it and I didn't even know what was possible for my life until I started investing in myself in that way and then from there it's just absolutely snowballed and now that I know what's possible I need to shout about it and help people and coach people so they know what's possible for them too and uh, here I am a coach. (laughs) Oh I love that I come from a theater background but on the back end there's no stage there's no no one should see me if someone sees me Uh something has gone horribly wrong (laughs) um and I also worked for I worked for Princess Cruises but inland in Alaska so like I did that whole six months gone the middle of nowhere all you see is tourist Mm -hmm. all day every day and you are on all day every day because those people they know you work there so all Mm -hmm. day every day you're so right. It's it's quite exhausting, that part of it. I don't think people understand, you know, that you are always on and you're always working, even in your own home, so to speak. So it's crazy. Yeah, you can't, you can't do anything. Like in the town, it is literally employees or tourists and you are both very different people, but they know, they know. <laughs> you can be in normal clothes, just dressed down at the bar. And they're like, can you tell me where 
No. Yeah. Yes. A hundred percent. Maybe I can tell you because I checked you into the hotel and you know who I am and I can't get Mm -hmm. out of this situation at all. But yeah, COVID definitely uh, brought that. We had gotten out of seasonal life. That's how I met my husband. We met in seasonal life and we had literally just gotten out of it. Like the season before this was our first summer not doing seasonal work in a long time. Mm -hmm. But COVID also uh, destroyed my hotel job that I had here too. So COVID came in. Oh, I don't want to use a Miley Cyrus, like a wrecking ball. Yeah. (laughs) Well, we did that. I might edit that out. That's here. You're welcome, everyone. You're welcome. I love it. That song is now stuck in your head for the rest of the day. That's all you're going to think about, everyone. (laughs) So getting a coach is an absolutely like vital thing. I think everyone should have some kind of coach or at least therapist or like somebody who is designated to help improve somebody else's life in some way. Mm I am, I'm huge into self-development and I had been doing that for a long time before I even got into this, the wonderful world of coaching. Mm -hmm. And I got into coaching when more or less when we got debt free. So I found money. What was like the defining moment that you had, like while you were working with your coach, while you were learning about this stuff, like, did you have a moment where you're like, I need, like, this is my idea. I got to do this. I got to, I got to go light bulb hit the ground running mm. yeah it was kind of like um it kind of went through different steps and like phases and that's why I tell people just to start with any like idea you have just start and it'll keep snowballing you don't need to be like incredibly clear on what it's going to be to start with because the first thing I had was I knew I wanted to have my own business that I could do from anywhere that was all I knew to start with because I knew I was going to be going to America to be with my boyfriend and couldn't work there so that was like the initial idea and then I started off when I was uh, working with my coach I was doing like drawings like digital drawings on my iPad and like selling those and stuff and I was like yeah I like it but it's not really incredibly lighting me up and then one day I was like for a walk with the dog and I just had this like download a happiness coach and I was like is that even a thing a happiness coach because I just wanted people to be happy and then I remember buying like a five dollar course or something and I was like yeah let's try this happiness coach thing and then I was like yeah this is good but it's not quite going like as deep as I want to go yeah and it just kept snowballing until I took this massive investment into this coaching course that covered like a ton of things and then that like made me super inspired and I felt like really ready to coach people and then from there I was like I really need to bring my own spiritual side into it because that's who I am and that's how I need to that's what's changed my life so I need to do that with people too so then it's developed more over time into what I call spiritual life coaching it's like the traditional life coaching with the spiritual manifestation aspects kind of intertwined too and it just keeps developing all the time as I develop that's what I find I love that I think especially when it comes to happiness coaching and spirituality coaching it's all got to be super fluid there can't be a one size fits all Mm -hmm. if your coach is not also progressing and learning probably get a new coach but definitely interweaving those things, especially since you were, you had the opportunity to be like, what is actually going to fire me up? What is going to inspire me? Because what's going to inspire you is going to inspire other people. And that's so, so vital. Like very rarely, I mean, sometimes I hear people like getting into the coaching space to make a lot of money really fast. But a lot of times it's not, like money is great and we love money and we always want to bring in wealth of money. But at the end of the day, you're helping people. People are not dollar signs. People are people. And so I think that's very important that you're like, this is what I blend. This is what I do. That way you have so much, so many different things to offer people. Mm-hmm. Because once I started working through those courses, you know, some of it's amazing because it really lays it out for you and almost gives you a script, some of it. And I remember doing one session, my first ever coaching session, I did very much what they had advised. And it was very much goal setting and when you're going to do it by la, 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 the commitment to yourself. And 
I just didn't feel the freedom to be me and to use my own guidance to like help people that way. So then I've just started, um, I started off by having like a rough layout and now I just feel like each session flows and each person is so different. So, you know, you can't have a one size fits all because everyone has different problems and issues and fears. And some people um, will easily tell you what they're struggling with. Other people, you know, it takes longer for them to open up. So I've just kind of learned to trust my own intuition as a coach too, and just share with my clients what I feel like they need to hear or learn or the questions that need to be asked. So are you mainly focusing on one-on-one or do you have group programs, like mini containers? What's kind of your coaching vibe? Mm -hmm. I am up until literally this week, I've mainly been doing one-to-one coaching or predominantly doing one-to-one coaching. Um, But I've recently just yesterday launched a self-paced digital course because I know that some people aren't ready to invest in one-to-one coaching and they have different schedules and you know so it's more like a stepping stone to receive my coaching and my teachings and so um yeah I'm really excited about that and it's all about manifestation (laughs) excellent we love a good online course we Mm -hmm. love because that's really how I started everything. I bought course after course, then got Mm -hmm. coaches, and then started going from there, because you don't know what you need until you've kind of researched a whole bunch of stuff. Like, I got a ton of those, like, life coaching, happiness, time. I was like, what, what do I need? Because I knew there was an idea, but I had to see all of the options. Because Mm -hmm. once you even open your eyes to the fact that these things even exist, like mainly my audience here is for sure entrepreneurs who like have ideas or people who want to have an idea. You can have an idea and make a business out of anything. Literally. Someone needs whatever you have, no matter what it is. And that's kind of one of my favorite things. And especially when it comes to like manifestation and spirituality, because you need to connect with the right person in order to get to that next level yourself Mm -hmm. so there's not just like a oh just another manifestation course like just another manifestation coach like no no like that person is going to give you exactly what you need and more than someone else will more than just like an instagram quote or just one book read like 50 books read all the books Mm y'all because you're right it's a journey and like you have to keep deepening your belief and also some people like I hadn't even heard of investing in a coach until last year so there definitely is like stigma around it too like asking for help in general and I realize now that it's not about you're not like failing there's nothing wrong with you there's just somebody who is has been through what you are going through and is out the other side is continuing to grow and they can share their guidance to speed up the process for you and also just having that accountability somebody to bounce off of like I just didn't even know how incredible that was until I experienced it myself so but I feel like you're right you have to be ready and you will go for the right person for you accountability was huge to me mm-hmm. in just starting any kind of like business journey because all of my I guess real world regular friends that I've met in person I am like the odd one out I'm really the only one who was like I'm gonna work on the internet and I can make <laughs> money from my phone because I did network marketing don't always advise don't always advise did that and but that kind of opened my eyes oh there is an online space oh you can make money doing brand deals for posting on social media like you can actually do this and that was mind-boggling to me because I had always I had gone to school and I went to college and I got my fancy degree and I was like okay I'm gonna actually have to go to grad school to get my teaching degree and then I was like no I'm not gonna do that okay, cool. I'm just going to work in this store forever. Oh, my store closed. Oh shit. Okay. Well, I'm going to get into a whole new industry. Okay. I'm going to try something new. And so I just always assumed that you had to be in a job. You had to go to work. You had to clock in and you got to work like 60 hours a week. 
I thought only working 40 hours a week was like a dream at this <laughs> job. And then I would work two jobs. And then like the first time I sold anything online, sitting in my couch, I was like, oh my God, this is a whole new world. And I think 2020 really uh, kicked uh, the legs out for most of us, but also opened up the idea that you can make money from like home at like all the time doing literally anything mm-hmm. I discovered so many people who just do like random things you teach somebody how to paint mm-hmm. over zoom and I was like it was like my mind was so open to this entire industry of you can do anything you can actually manifest your dream life doing the things that you love because that's actually an option. Mm-hmm. And I don't think a lot of people trust that that's an option no. or believe that it's an option. Mm-hmm. Oh my God, I could not agree more. That was like the biggest like aha moment for me was, holy shit, you can make money doing anything. And like, I just wanted to like shake people once I realized that. I was like, no, you don't have to be doing this shitty job that's destroying your soul. Like, you can do anything and make money. Like you said earlier, somebody will pay for whatever you have to offer. I'm like, what do you like? Do you like walking? Cool, be a dog walker. Do you like, like what what lights you up? Because you can make money from that if you just open your mind and let go of the limitations we've been told that you have to do this nine to five or you have to have a secure job. And also just looking around you, seeing that other people are doing that thing as evidence to you that, oh, it is possible. Somebody else is making money from that. And yeah, that's like the biggest revelation I just want to share like with everyone. And it's so exciting. And that's not to say quit your day job. If you like your job, I feel like I don't say this enough. If you like the job (laughs) that you have and it just happens to be like a day job where you go in, you work set hours, but you like your job, stay at your job if you're happy. But if every single day you are crying before you have to go to work, you are stressed out, you are not sleeping, your health is suffering, you're not seeing your friends, your family, COVID is still happening, y'all. So like maybe don't go party. But if you're not seeing them because your job is sucking every ounce of joy out of you, it does not have to be like that. That is, it does not, you literally do not have to live like that at all. And if you're living like that in your business right now, stop doing that too. You did not oh, join, yeah. you did not start a business to end up just as miserable as ever. And I think it's very important to be in alignment of what you're trying to do in your life. So when you're really like working on manifesting different things into your life, how do you make sure that you are in alignment with the version of yourself or the thing that you want. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I think you're so right with business. Like that can take over sometimes, even though we've created our own businesses to have that freedom. Sometimes you do get caught up on, am I doing it right? Am I doing the right things? Am I doing enough Instagram posts? Should I be doing this? And you start comparing yourself and that's going to affect your business. So with everything that I am trying to create in my life, I know that if I get too caught up in my mind and with, with all that like worries and fears then I need to step away and I know the practices that take me back into alignment, right? So meditation is a big one for me. I know it's like obvious, but um, it really is like certain and finding the right kind of meditation for you. I feel like it's going to be different for everyone. And it totally is a practice. People expect to just be able to be, you know, amazing at meditating straight away. But uh, it's a practice. And if your mind is used to constantly going, then that's going to be how it is for a while. So it's definitely a practice. And with that, I love like visualization meditations where you're actually visualizing your future and feeling the feelings of already having it. I feel like that's the most powerful thing because we're in our own reality every day, seeing the things that we don't have. So you need to take that time to live in your fantasy of what you're trying to manifest and feeling as if you already have it so that you then believe it's possible and you believe that it's getting closer and closer every day. Um, so definitely those are massive for me. And I've also started integrating um, EFT tapping. 
which I really love because I feel like a lot of um, the space we're in of, of personal development, there's a lot of, you know, think positive thoughts, only think good thoughts and think of what you want and what you don't want, which, you know, is easier said than done sometimes when your mind does take over. So actually physically tapping, you're bringing up the negative emotions and working through them as opposed to just layering on, which I call putting glitter on shit. The shit's still going to be there until you deal with it. So I really love that if I have like a negative thought pattern or something. And always just generally what all that is for me is just getting back to the truth, like stepping away from reality and everything that I'm worrying about and just taking that moment to remember how powerful we are and how much we can create our lives and how much our energy impacts everything we do and what we're attracting into our lives what thoughts I'm thinking over and over are they thoughts of what I want and just really taking that time to check in with myself and my mind and checking that I'm in alignment with what I want and not what I don't want I love that you brought up that it's not always about being positive all the time we see so much toxic positivity which I didn't understand for a long time Mm -hmm. because I was like what's wrong with being positive (laughs) oh you're being so positive that any other emotion is wrong and it's bad and you're villainizing your own feelings because sometimes shit might actually be going down like shit might Mm -hmm. actually be really really bad for some people and then to just be like think positive thoughts is is a very dismissive approach and it is definitely something that I uh for sure used to do because I was so I was so convinced that I would not manifest my dream life if I ever had one bad thought and I was just like nope no bad thoughts here everything is perfect and I have a million dollars and I push that away thing and all of all of these things as opposed to addressing okay well why does this upset me like what is actually coming up and working through that because yeah if you just keep throwing glitter on shit it's just going to be a bigger and bigger pile and eventually you are going to fall face first into it and you are going to have no uh other option except to deal with it Mm -hmm. and I think we see that I think we see that a lot of people trying to stay really really positive to a point of negating all other emotions and that's not what you're trying to do when you're trying to step into your ideal life and moving forward because then you're just a robot and nobody likes ro well I like robots but nobody (laughs) wants to just be okay I want to be a robot shit (laughs) I talk about robots a lot and I want to be one but in this you don't want to be a zombie yeah zombie Mm -hmm. you don't want to be a a zombie who has no feelings and no emotion and is just out for brains and doesn't care about anybody else don't be a zombie that's my new especially on like the business side of things and like if you're like following coaches who are just always happy always positive never showing you know the other side of things then that can be quite I don't know intimidating I guess and you can think what's wrong with me then if I'm like not feeling that way and so I I try as much as I can to be authentic online as well and you know sometimes I'm just really happy and like joyful and I'm gonna share that with people but like I try and share if like things aren't going so well or if my mind did take over and I started to believe that you know I wasn't good enough and la 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 and I'm sorry the dog's barking um but also like with friends always like reminding them like having conversations with like-minded people so that you can open up and they can say no it's okay it's not just you and I think that's really important yes so when you do have those feelings of self-doubt either because you're seeing everybody online be like oh my god everything is so perfect and I'm a magical I'm I'm the best unicorn ever we love you like (laughs) awesome cool Like, can I just see that, like, you maybe had a bad day this week just so that I can process through the fact that I don't think I'm at that level? How do you deal with that kind of self-doubt? Because I have to give myself a lot of pep talks and then delete Instagram off my phone for like a day or so. (laughs) Totally. Yeah. No, I think you're right. Social media is massive. And, you know, maybe other people are feeling great at that time. And if you're not, then you do start to question yourself and if something's wrong with you. So definitely stepping away from social media is really, really important. And also just 
forgiving yourself for feeling that way like it's okay to have a bad day and it doesn't mean there's anything wrong with you it just means just let that be don't don't really like don't beat yourself up for feeling that way just allowing it saying okay I'm not feeling great today but if I push that too much then it just gets worse and my negative thoughts just get even meaner and I'm like what is wrong with you you know so I just like let it be what it is and just sit and watch a funny tv show or something for the day and say tomorrow I'm gonna try again and tomorrow I'm sure it'll be better because I haven't punished myself for the whole day for feeling that way um or also just if I'm not if I feel up to it then finding different things that just make me feel slightly better and make me smile whether it's just going for a walk or calling a friend who I know makes me laugh or for me sometimes scrolling on TikTok because I think it's hilarious (laughs) and it just makes me laugh so I know that's going to instantly just make me feel a bit better and raise my vibration and it's not forcing yourself to be positive or happy it's just bringing a little more joy into your life if you're struggling at that time yeah I've got it's like my emergency evacuation plan for like when things are bad and my number one used to be like my favorite playlist and now it's cat tiktok cat tiktok is a game-changing experience and i don't (laughs) understand how i have four cats and none of them ever do anything tiktok worthy ever we're never (laughs) filming it but just things like that things that you go to when you're happy and when you're doing well to just keep bringing you more joy i feel like sometimes when we're like upset or really having a bad time, we just kind of stay in that. We're like, I'm just supposed to be sad or just a pile of poo instead of reaching really quickly for that thing that makes us happy when we're happy. It's definitely mm-hmm. going to make us happy when we're not doing so great. Uh, but yeah, we're allowed to feel those feelings. We are we are fleshy skin sack humans here having a human experience. You are not, you are not meant to not feel anything except joy. You're allowed to be sad because if you aren't ever sad, how will you ever know when like you're happy? You, we have to have those balances. And I'm not saying be like super, super sad so you can feel super, super happy, but it's going to happen, especially as women. We're hormonal. It's literally not like an option. Like it is going to happen whether you like it or not. Your hormones will be like, oh, you're having a good day? Fuck you. Absolutely. Yeah. And I think you're right. Like as women, it's different too. And Or if you're more, if you feel like you have more feminine energy or whatever it is for you, like we, we are not built to hustle and hustle and work and work like that. We are built to flow and like for life to be easy and so I think that's also so important if I feel like I've gotten too far into the hustling and doing 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 then I know that I'm out of alignment and I need to take time to just allow things to happen and just to flow and to do things that make me feel good because then I'm going to be able to serve better yes we are we are creatures who are here to help others and to really just like be in flow and hustle culture is just like a shit show that I'm glad to have gotten out of and be like oh my (laughs) god you can sleep oh my gosh you could sleep at night that's cool which is not a thing I used to think you could do because I was like that person's not sleeping no they're probably sleeping they're just being like I'm always working like I used Mm -hmm. to brag about how little I slept Like, like that was a badge of honor like I only got two hours of sleep last night because I was so busy Mm-hmm. What, what kind of shit show brag is that? Like, I want to brag about 12 hours of sleep. Totally. Yeah. Me and my husband might think I would, I was dead at that point, but <laughs> you know, the idea is nice. The idea is nice. So in like, since you've started, what's probably one of the hardest things that you've learned about getting into, just getting into business in general and creating this thing? What's been hard for you? Mm-hmm. It's a very good question. And honestly, the first thing that comes to my mind, which was like, it might be like, you might be surprised by this answer, but it was the realization that 
everyone is not me and everyone is not like me. And when you're working with different people and selling to different people, then they're not going to react the way that you might or that you expect. And that was a hard lesson for me to learn. And it seems so obvious, but, you know, I just was surprised by like some things that happened and I realized, okay, wow, I need to actually protect myself and, um, you know, my business and my money. And because, you know, everyone has their own fears and their own worries and maybe, um, you know, buyers are more as people put money in and then they start to feel scared about it. There's all these different things when you're dealing with other people. And I'd never massively been in a selling kind of service industry before. So that was a big lesson for me, you know, that everyone's different and everyone's gonna need different things and react differently. So once I realized that it was a lot easier and I just, I don't get so surprised when different things happen now. And I'm just like, okay, it's gonna be okay and it'll work out. And I just try and treat everyone as an individual that they are. Um, so that was definitely a big one. And also that it can be lonely. <laughs> Even though like you talk to people all day online and stuff, it's different than being in a work environment where you show up and you're around people all day and you're kind of supporting each other and bouncing off each other's energy. You are the only one who is going to make this happen, you know, and you have to rely on you. And so that also means looking after yourself so that you are able to do that. But yeah, that's probably the hardest ones I had to learn. I mean, you learned that pretty early on. I talked to a lot <laughs> of like coaches who've been in it for a long time, who spent years trying to disconnect the fact that they were not going to be for everyone and not everyone was going to want or even need what they had to offer no matter how good it is and that wasn't a reflection of them it is just not for them the same way anytime we go into a grocery store we don't buy everything at the grocery store we don't need it we don't want it we don't care that's not because the thing isn't good it's just I don't need that thing. I love that um, analogy. <laughs> it is. I learned that from a seasoned coach. So now I'm just like, okay, yeah. What mm -hmm. took somebody 20 years to learn? I'm forcibly learning now because as a coach, you put so much into like what you're offering that it is sometimes hard to not be like, but I can help you. I promise mm -hmm. I can help you. You're like, I could change your life. <laughs> Let me help you. Even my real life friends, I'm just like, guys, just listen to me like one second. Like, I'm not even going to charge you just like one second. Just like, listen to like one thing I have to say. I can help you. I can help you, please. And they're just like, no. And I'm like, but it's fine. And that's kind of hard. Um, but I guess, yeah, that's definitely just a part of it. That loneliness part of it. I have been alone in Nashville for a year and three months. I've seen my husband. I've seen his friends twice, three times. Mm -hmm. And I live in this small office with my cats. And I am alone all the time, which is great for my introverted self. But it's... Yeah, I'm also... <laughs> but I used to work in hospitality, full-on customer service. I was talking mm. to hundreds of people every day. And now I I just talk to my computer, like in my room, which is great because I don't have to put on real pants. 10 out of 10, work from home, no real pants. If anybody- Oh, 100%. Like, it's a dream. Get yourself a good office chair also, 10 out of 10. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> But it is, it can be really lonely. And I mean, I knew getting into coaching, I guess that it would kind of be that because I wasn't really intending to have a lot of like in-person clients. I don't have mm -hmm. any in-person clients. Maybe one day, probably not, maybe one day. But going into it, being, I am only going to be able to connect with these people on zoom on facetime instead of like in person and i'm really i love that energy vibe with people so you have to learn to adjust how to really connect in a whole new way via zoom and it's uh it's a lot of fun because you know you can help people all over the place all all of the states different yeah. countries i live for that mm -hmm. but it is hard 
Yeah, it's definitely different. But like you say, once we now that we know it's possible and that we can, you know, work from home, work via Zoom and therefore reach way more people, it's like, why would we want to limit ourselves by only people who live near us, right? Exactly. So what do you think uh, is holding people back from manifesting that dream life that they that they want? Like, they're just like, I want X, Y, and Z. Like, I want that so bad. Why can't I have it? I'm doing all the visualizations. I'm doing all the journaling. Why? Why is it mm-hmm. not mine? Yeah. I mean, God, it's a big question, isn't it? <laughs> um. Uh, it's gonna sound so stereotypical and the reason it's stereotypical because everyone says it all the time because it's the truth and it's just their own limitations you know like we can you can write down as much as you want the things that you want you can visualize it etc but if you still have that limited belief that it's not going to happen for you then you're just going to keep resisting it and you're not going to be able to allow space for that into your life so anytime that something isn't working for me then I'm just like okay what are the beliefs that are still lingering there that are telling me that I can't do this because I know that I'm the only one creating blocks for myself I'm the only one holding myself back and I think that also people think okay I've I've done my limiting beliefs once I've worked them out once so I'm fine right that's me for life (laughs) but it's ongoing work every time that you step into a new level and version of yourself then you face more blocks because you are stepping into another next level and you've got to get out of that comfort zone and so that is really ongoing work and it's not necessarily fun to try and admit everything that you're holding yourself back with but also it's empowering because you realize ah that's what it's been and if I work through that then I'm gonna allow more into my life and I think people kind of skip that this work and they skip the deep belief work and they don't realize the thoughts that are actually going around in their head every day like you can meditate for five minutes but if for the rest of the day you're thinking thoughts of not being enough and not that you're not capable then that's going to have more of an impact than your five minutes meditation so the first thing I try and advise people to do is just to become aware of your thoughts and it sounds simple but it's actually not easy because we have what 60,000 thoughts a day or something so to just try and check in with yourself and what thoughts are going through your mind every day because those are the ones that are either holding you back or empowering you and taking you into alignment with what you want absolutely and just kind of to piggyback off that the limitations that you think you have are only because you have not tried to break through them yet you haven't Mm -hmm. taken the action to push past them because once you identify what those are you can identify a plan of attack and be like, well, this, I'm going to break through that doing this. Um, I think a good portion of manifesting is believing it, but you also have to do something. You have to put in some amount of work and that is going to be a lot of that inner work that you need to do. It is like the business work that you might need to do. If you're a business owner, you will not wake up one day as with one idea and then become a millionaire in your coaching <laughs> practice. If you can believe that all you want and it will come true when you put in the effort, when you put in the work, when you process through your bullshit story that you're telling yourself and you're showing up every day as the version of who is going to be making that million dollars, who that is, what does that person do? What limitations are you putting on yourself that is stopping you from being that person? Like, are they arbitrary things? Are they totally things in your control? I used to think that you had to wake up at 5 a.m. in order to be successful. Now, I am a super morning person anyway. Like, I love mornings, but I used to wake up super early and I try to get a bunch of work done and I just hated it. And now I wake up super early still and I go to the gym and I go to the gym and I get my workout on and I come back and I'm like, yeah, I'm ready to go. I got up at five, but I did not start working at five. I no longer think that if I'm not working by 5.05 AM, my whole business is going to crumble. It's not. I'm going to go to the gym. I'm going to have a good time. Probably not. I'm going to check my email until like eight, honestly. Mm -hmm. And I'm still doing that 5 AM thing. But the reason behind it is totally different. 
And you've I made promise. it work for you. Yeah. And you'll find mm-hmm. so much more success in, okay, so I'm doing this. Are you doing it for the right reasons? Why are you doing those things? Are you doing it because you think you have to, or because it is going to be beneficial to you? Mm-hmm. Some people, like my husband wants to stay up late. He likes, he works from home too. And he loves his schedule where he can sleep in and he can just work on stuff later in the evening or whatever. And that works for him. Mornings work for me, but we know why we want those things. And it's not because someone, even though I listened to podcasts for years of people being like, if you don't get up at five, you don't take an ice shower. <laughs> Power to those people still. Like I watch, watch people do ice plunges and I'm just like, how? <laughs> totally, but, I don't but there's not a one size fits all to manifesting your dream life, but you have to mm-hmm. know where you're going. You have to take actual action in order to get there. Right. It's about like your idea of an ideal life. It's not going to be the same as anyone else's. And also just like you said, doing things you want to do and not because you feel like you should, but if you feel like you, you want to, you want to be the kind of person that gets up and works out in the morning, then do that like become and embody that kind of person but don't do it just because you feel like you should or you have to in order to be successful right or whatever it might be to like you say have a certain work schedule I find even when I started my business I was falling into the the things of being like oh I should work like probably nine to five and I was like why am I doing this this is my own business I am putting that on myself what am I doing? And I was like, absolutely not. (laughs) You know, but you have to catch yourself and realize you're falling back into societal norms and you can create whatever you want. Do you, are you into human design at all? Yes. What are you? you? I'm a manifesting generator. So I'm a projector. So since learning that, the way I like structure how I even do my days where I'm like, I'm just going to work for this amount of hours, but I know in like five hours of like really focused work, I can get so much done. And then I'm like, well, I'm done. Cause for the longest time I was just like, I got to work all day. Like that same thing. Okay. I got to start. I got to put in like eight hours. And by the end of it, by the end of it, like my copy was just trash. I was just like, I hate everyone. I don't want to do this. So now it's like, I have my peak time, like when I am energetically at my best and I know that I can be really, really productive and produce the best things for a set amount of time. Like I know that I can do that. And then after that, it's just like, nope, I'm not gonna, I'm gonna do something else. I'm gonna focus on other things. But like Mm -hmm. my actual work, work, work days, unless I have like client calls is really no more than like four hours anymore of just like super intentional work because I did not start this so that I would have less time. And that's super important to think about and what matters more in your life of, I want to have that free time to read a book in the middle of the afternoon. Mm -hmm. I want to be able to play with my cats. I want to be able to hang out with my husband just randomly in the middle of the day. Because for like the first year of our relationship, we were working insane hours. So now it's like, oh, it's just like two o'clock. Well, we'll just hang out for lunch. Cool. Whatever. Sure. No biggie. Mm-hmm. And just that kind of freedom luxury is something that you have to really, you have to try to do it. Like you have to be really intentional. You have mm-hmm. to set the intention that this is the type of life that you want to have and kind of reverse engineer what it's going to look like. So when you're manifesting your dream life, okay, what does that look like? What do you need to accomplish in order to get there? Because if you have no idea how to get from A to Z, you're probably not going to get to Z no matter how much you meditate. Mm -hmm, Exactly. And a hundred percent of the human design that that like changed everything for me and I felt so seen and understood because manifesting generators are the ones that are here to do many things and they have many passions and you can put like a lot of energy into something for a while and then you're like okay you know done with that and that's like so me I get like obsessed with certain things for a while and I was like 
And also when you're in business, they tell you, a lot of people tell you to have a niche and to stick to that and blah, blah, blah. But I feel like I change all the time. So therefore, like ever so slightly in my coaching changes and what I'm passionate to talk about at that time. And actually, since learning human design is like manifesting generators probably don't niche. That's not going to be good for you, you know, and also just making time not just to do coaching, but um intentionally like you said making time for other things like my singing or like going out for a walk different things that light me up so that I'm more energized and efficient when I do do like work but yeah that totally changed the game for me yeah human design was like the coolest I guess it's not an invention it's just who we are but (laughs) the cool thing to investigate and to learn (laughs) and there's just so many things that make more sense why I was trying so hard to be so into hustle culture because that's what I thought I needed to do to be really productive and successful and I wasn't I was not making I was working like all day every day on my business but it was all just like bullshit busy work and it wasn't really making any money but I was just yeah I gotta be talking to this many people and I gotta be posting like this and I gotta do this and now I'm like "Mm, I make I batched all of my content and then I just, I wrote all of my captions and I just post things that I want to post and I produce quality over quantity. Cause I used to post like four times a day on my wow. feed, on my feed. <laughs> what is that? That's a lot. The algorithm hated me. <laughs> But I was like, that's what you're supposed to do. That way everyone can see you. False. Instagram is just like, no, you suck. And so really finding out what's going to work for you, what feels good. And like over time, that's going to evolve. Like what my first launch program was versus the one that I'm launching this month, they have similarities, but I've focused in so much more on what people actually need. What did, what do they need? What is like going to serve the best? And that evolution is so, so important, important for you personally, important for people to see important for the freaking world to have that because the Mm -hmm. more, you know, the more, you know, exactly. (laughs) So if you go back and hang out with yourself on your 18th birthday, that, that big day where you became a fully, formed adults and you had everything in life figured out because that's what happens when we turn 18 (laughs) I mean didn't really work out for me but you know somebody somebody was a fully formed adult at 18 (laughs) what would you tell yourself um I love this too um like you said you are not gonna have it all figured out and you're gonna keep learning every damn day but just be kind to yourself because you're going to keep facing new challenges, but it's always going to work out. So just enjoy the damn present moment. Enjoy now and stop stressing about the future. (laughs) Um, But also to just let go of everything that you've been told to be true and believed and just go fearlessly towards whatever lights you up, whatever excites you at that time. Don't let other people's limitations hold you back because your intuition knows what's best for you. So trust it. I was honestly, I've, I've taken quite crazy leaps in my life, which I'm proud that I did. And even though everyone else thought I was crazy, I still did them. So I'm really glad that I did that. But I find just, yeah, just to trust yourself and know that you know what's best for you. And you know what, if it doesn't work out, then you'll work it out. It wasn't meant to be, you know, but yeah, never want to live with regrets or to not do things that you wanted to do. So just to go, just to enjoy life. And like I said, live in the present moment because you're never going to get it back. And life's wonderful right now. You don't have to keep worrying about the future. I think for sure anybody who's ever worked for any kind of cruise line, <laughs> you got to be intuitive on that. Just like, well, where do you go? You're figuring yeah. it out. Just like, okay, packed up my whole life, moved to Alaska, figured it out. It's- that was me. I literally got an apartment in London. I got a full-time job. I bought a car. I'd been there for two weeks and then I was offered a contract. And I was like, okay, bye everyone. I'm actually just going to go. <laughs> everyone was like are you nuts I was like I think so but that was the one I met my boyfriend so I feel it was definitely all meant to be 
yeah, I I left my career insurance job. I rehomed my cats to my coworkers. I got rid of <laughs> all of my stuff and I moved to Alaska. And it didn't work out the first season, but that second season, I did meet my husband and now we're here. So go. like that craziness, because there's nothing like telling. So um, this is my two weeks notice. I'm moving to the middle of nowhere, Alaska. Yep. Goodbye. <laughs> or I'm going to be on a cruise ship for six months singing. People mm-hmm. are going to be that's not a real life. Actually, it's the best life. <laughs> Yeah. And you know, like you have those gut feelings where you're like, I don't know what it is. I know this is crazy, but it just feels like it's what I have to do. I think you have to listen to those. And that was honestly the first time I ever listened to my intuition, but I didn't know it was my intuition. Right. I, I visited this place with my best friend. We stayed at this hotel and we were driving away and I was, I need to work here. And I just lied for it and I didn't think anything of it. And five months later, they were like, yeah, phone interview. Cool. Okay. Well, you know, a week later, got it. They're like, can you be here in like eight weeks? And I was like, <laughs> yeah. And looking back, it was definitely my intuition, just like overriding everything that was in me because I was so rational and realistic mm-hmm. and pros and cons list for everything up to that point. And I was like, well, we'll just go with it. And then I started just going with things, not realizing that was anything intuitive because no one teaches you about intuition. Exactly. No one is ever like, yeah, listen to that feeling. They're like, no, no logic. Yeah. Explain yourself. And I'm just like, I just want to do it. I'm Mm -hmm. just going to do it. I wish people understood more. Like that's. I feel like everyone asks you that too. Like I realized that in the pandemic everyone's like so what's next for you like what's the plan and I was like how can anyone have a plan right now like we don't know what's going to happen to the world next year like and I was like I'm just I'm just going with the flow and by doing that everything falls into place I feel like there's only you can dream of course you can dream about the future you want and the things you want to achieve but also just knowing that things are going to change and you're going to be led on paths that you might not expect, but it's going to lead you to where you need to be and on the right path ultimately. Absolutely. I love it so much. So what are you most looking forward to for the rest of 2021? What do you got going on? What are you excited about? Yeah, I'm just, I feel like I'm always growing and I know obviously that sounds cliche, but I'm always like stepping into like new levels and going deeper and deeper into the spirituality and like consciousness. That's where I'm getting to now. So like, I'm just loving that. And I feel as I do that, my business reflects that and people respond to that and the right people come into my life, the right clients come into my life. And I'm just always pushing out my comfort zone as well and just doing new things and um, yeah, just putting myself out there and seeing what actually happens when I do that. I love it. Well, I'm so glad that you took the time to hang out with me. I will have all of your info linked in the show notes so people can connect with you, meet with you, grab your new course because we all love a good self-paced course. And if you know you haven't really even dipped your toe into manifestation at all, this is a good segue. Getting in with somebody who's been doing it. It is a good entryway. It is a good accountability way. And you don't know what you don't know and someone else can help you find that. So I'm just super thankful that you hung out with us today. Thank you so much. It's been so nice to chat to you, honestly. And I'm so happy that we got to do this.